Welcome to another UX Designer, a podcast about building better user experiences. On this podcast, I talk about product design, user experience design, and other design career topics. I speak with designers around the world to share their insights and knowledge that help you kickstart or take your design career to the next level. I'm your host, Farma Henry. Now, if anything, 2020 showed us that nothing is certain and we need to keep diversifying our income, evolving our skills and really redefining ourselves as not only designers, but, you know, the skills that we have to survive. Um, If you look a couple of years ago, well, let me not say a couple of years ago, if you look maybe 10 years ago, uh, back in the day, you realize that the skills that you needed to actually earn a living then were not, you know, the same skills that you you, you need now. Not necessarily saying that they, they are harder or not, you know, less harder to, to adopt and learn um, depending on who you are and the accessibility that you have to certain information for you to be able to do that skill. Um, I think it's really important that we keep on evolving ourselves and seeing how the world is evolving and adopting new skills as we go. So in this episode of Not A UX Designer, I want to chat about why change is not only important, but also good for us, how you can keep reinventing yourself in your career, and most importantly, how to not get extinct as a designer by becoming a good problem solver. So that is what I'll be talking about in this episode. But before we jump into it, I'd like to invite you, if you are getting into UX design or are interested in getting more content on product design, design career insights, and connecting with like-minded people, check out our website, dobetterux.com to stay up to date with our online events, links to our design communities and courses that we have upcoming in the pipeline. So looking forward to see you there and interacting with you in some of our social media channels. Now, let's jump in to today's topic. So employment or getting hired will never look the same again. I was talking about this over on my social media feeds on LinkedIn and Twitter uh, throughout this um, uh, today actually and uh, maybe the past couple of days and I was sharing my sentiments around how you know we didn't think 10 years ago we didn't think how the world of work would look today like our assumptions of how the world of work is today were very different of what the reality is so for most of the world a lot of this was accelerated in 2020 right it was a reality check on employment that as much as we think is a safe thing to have and you know have you know a safe permanent gig um, we really don't have a lot of control over it and despite the common wisdom of you know getting a job and you know doing the safe thing um, we realized in 2020 that we don't have any control over the jobs that we have even the companies that hire us most of the time don't have the control um, around the jobs that 
they provide us, right? So around our employment. So I think it was a very important thing for a lot of people to not only realize that, you know, you might have had that side gig, that side project that you wanted to pursue and push, right? And you didn't do that because you thought you were doing the safest and the right thing. And I think 2020 really proved us wrong. And for me, it didn't only show us the uncertainty of, you know, um, employment, but also the importance of diversifying your sources of income, not only as a UX designer or as a designer um, or as a product designer or whatever you do within the context that we usually have the conversations of on this podcast, but also as, as just as an individual and, you know, a human being that can continuously reinvent yourself into something uh, different. So we started seeing a lot of decentralized teams becoming more of a reality for a lot of businesses around the world. And they're starting to adopt a new culture shift of almost, you know, the gig culture way of hiring people as they find more people that want to work with more flexibility, not only for one employer, uh, you know, to open their chances to be able to work for a couple of people. So we're starting to see more of companies becoming more decentralized. Now, I'm not just going to say remote because we are actually starting to see companies, new companies that don't have a central place where they work. So they're dismantling that central place and really becoming decentralized. So it's a little bit different from what would call remote work because remote is assuming that there is some place that you would go to if you are not working remotely. So I think, you know, we're starting to see more companies adopt that, um, that, that culture shift. And after almost two years of the global pandemic, I think that is going to have a long lasting impact on how companies work and how individuals work and how we as designers navigate our careers and see the way of work or getting work and working for different, you know, uh, people. So you might be in a gig, I understand it within the digital context, um, a lot of uh, things still managed to develop. I worked on a couple of projects myself um, over the past year up to now since 2020 started. So it hasn't been awfully terrible for my certain type of work that I do. I understand that you might be in a different economy and community that might have not had the same opportunities that uh, I might have had. But I think if anything, the global pandemic and the, you know, decentralized remote working culture that we're starting to see a lot of companies and people adopt across the world, um, what, what good it has really done more than the bad is that it has really created more acceptance um, culture around around remote working, around hiring people that, you know, um, are remote workers and and not necessarily full time. So it has really fueled the gig economy, the gig culture economy um, over the past year and a bit that we have seen uh, a lot of change. And I think this is something that is good. 
uh, for a lot of people and opens a lot of opportunities for people who are looking to become more independent and be able to control their income and diversify their sources of income by having different clients and working on different projects that they actually want to work on and enjoy working on. So that's the opportunity that it really brings to us as UX designers. You know, the more control um, we have of our work um, really comes with responsibility as well. So I think it's something that we need to be cautious of. This really creates opportunity for us to take more control and responsibility for our work um, and our lives really uh, to explore different career paths you know even though we're still talking about being in ux design um, and explore different ways of working than the traditional ones that we have been exposed to and been trained to do over the past uh, decades like myself personally i think i have had a fair chance of freelance work um, and working full-time as well as consulting for different uh, clients. Right now, I have really settled in at the point where I want to do my own type of work, like, you know, live streaming, doing this podcast, growing a community and creating courses, as well as consulting with different um, consulting houses, partners that I can partner up with on different projects uh, to deliver great work. So that is sort of where I have landed um, in my own career path and what I've defined for myself for how I want to position myself into the market and, you know, bring myself to the world and expose my my talent. So that's my portfolio. That's my resume. That is what I take out into the world. Now, we've spoke about, you know, why it's important to think differently in this world, the uncertainty around, you know, the future of work as we would have known it and would have trusted the common wisdom over the years. Um, now, I'm not saying that you should quit your job and you should, you know, jump onto something different, but I'm saying that if you are somebody who is trying to figure out how to really pivot in your career right now, how to stay relevant and keep on evolving yourself, how to diversify and de-risk yourself from having just one source of income and one stream of work, um, whether it's work that you really love doing or not, um, I think it's really a wake-up call that we've seen over the past almost two years now dealing with the pandemic that we really need to diversify ourselves and keep on evolving to to something that is always desirable for the current situation and useful to the people around you and this has a lot to do with uh, problem solving but um, I want to cover in the next segment now of the podcast the skills that you need to really keep evolving yourself. I think these are some of the main things that would help you um, learn the things that you need to learn, um, be able to stay on top of your game because it's not really, you know, main 
things that you actually need to do and execute as in one to three things. But I think it's main concepts and ideas of how you should approach your career if you're somebody who is in product design and you really want to or or ux design and you really want to evolve in into something that is more useful in the future and uh don't feel like you know you're gonna um die over time because um the world keeps on evolving so the first thing is networking and working on your communication skills um networking and communication is very crucial to how people get first impressions of us how they interact with us how they feel you know um when they interact with us i think networking is an overused term um overly used highly underrated uh, around the effects of what you would actually get out of good a good network right i think over time we saw great value of networking and it sort of like became uh, a linkedin thing you know you just connect with people and collaborate so i think networking was a little bit spoiled with like linkedin and you know just connecting going to conferences and having you know not really meaningful conversations with people around you and connecting with people that you don't really need to be connecting with or you don't necessarily have interest in connecting with and you know you try to make a fit of something to work but eventually doesn't work because there isn't really good intention in how you're networking so the way i network is that i i figure out the type of people that speak the language that I speak whether in sort of the tone that I speak with so you can see that I'm not super formal I'm pretty casual chilled out guy not only that but also what are the topics and the things that they're speaking with are the things that I'm passionate about uh, typically those are the people that you would be able to tap in into their networks become not only um, a network I don't know what you call it a networking colleague uh, somebody you know a buddy <laughs> uh, but you know you can really build great relationships and um and um and build great things uh through those 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 um those those relationships so i think networking is um a very common thing highly underrated on the value that it will actually bring to you if done right and if done right it means really creating meaningful relationships that not only benefit you at that time but you know um you sort of fit in together and click in a certain way uh whether it's from a morale side or you know the things that you're interested in or your beliefs in certain things whether it's society things or even you know spiritual or religious stuff if you are that type of person so networking and once you have connected with people and you've networked with them contributing is also a big factor right around networking a lot of people join different groups um, on social media connect with a lot of people but actually don't contribute into the conversation that is in front of them which 
kills the relationship over time and everything dies off so networking without the contribution to the relationship is really you know a recipe of time wasting you might you know do something else with your time other than connecting with people that you're not going to be building great relationship with and when you see that the relationships are not working usually early on in the relationship then just don't waste your time in that relationship and move on um you know to something different and speak with different people that would actually help you grow in your career or within your goals that you know of the things that you're trying to do within your career or your life the next thing is a lot of designers really go in into projects or look for work that is mainly design work now this is something that i was talking about as well over the past week on social media over my linkedin and and my twitter if you want to check it out just look up varima henry v-a-r-i-m-a-h-e-n-r-y usually put in one thing small caps all um you'll be able to find me on Twitter and uh, and LinkedIn, maybe on other old accounts as well, but you'll see the active ones. And the problem with a lot of designers is that we've over-labeled ourselves now. It's really difficult for us to justify that we can actually do work, other work, or are interested in doing other work other than just, you know, maybe you're a UI designer or a UX designer and you do user research or whatever it is or you do ui specific work and it's important for us to delabel ourselves. and the way that you can delabel yourself as a designer or a product designer or somebody who's in that line of work is to really consult and not just design so when i say consult and not just design i really mean go in there and solve problems for your clients don't just go there for you to be told what to actually design and do go in there take the lead even though you might not be a leader on the project take the lead on the conversation that you are involved in and really put in a lot of preparation into your conversations preparations into your meetings and do the research that's needed even go the extra mile to play the different other roles that you know you don't necessarily need to be doing uh, but for you to really understand have a 360 version of how you know um, how that conversation looks like so that you can have conversations with everyone within the product design process whether it's um you know the senior executives within the project whether it's other designers whether it's developers within the project so it's really important for you to be able to use a lot of different skills put them together i think great designers are great problem solvers right um, what we are good at doing is not just putting blocks together and being told what to actually solve but understanding what are the business goals and the business needs that we have at hand and how do we match that with the user needs so that you don't have that weird thing where you 
um, trying to match the market uh, and your product and you're doing like product market fit type of scenario that is a terrible way of doing product design and I think people should really come from a purpose of how do you solve the problem that you have at hand and that is what you're supposed to be doing as a product designer or a UX designer if you're listening to this podcast you're probably somebody within those lines of work so whichever whatever definition you have of you know of what you do um do more of consulting and not just design do more of problem solving and not just design i know a lot of us define design as problem solving but i think um delabeling it taking the design word out of it gives us a little bit more leeway to be able to do other things as well and define ourselves in other different situations and labels <laughs> so maybe the concept is not delabel yourself have multiple labels uh maybe that's where i'm going with this uh but anyway um my point is be versatile in what you offer to your clients um you know this could be not only in problem solving skills but really being the guy who adopts all the latest technologies and skills um, and be able to become an advisor of you know how to use these skills and how to apply them in the everyday world and really position them for adoption new adoption that you know uh, has not been implemented before etc etc so there's a lot of ways to think about it when it comes to problem solving and not just you know labeling yourself as a designer so delabel yourself do more of the problem solving consult don't just design and the last thing that i want to talk about on this segment of the podcast is communicate well uh and you know going back to solving problems and when i say communicate well i'm talking about everything from how you speak to how you write in your emails i think a lot of things that people oversee and i think personally i've seen a lot of designers oversee is that um things like you know small typos spelling errors in emails are not a big issue i think they're actually a really big issue and it shows a certain level of professionalism if you have a typo in your email or not right um it's like if you can't even type what you know how can we trust that we'll have the right things in our product uh and i've seen worse scenarios where you have you know typos in the actual design itself um and a lot of designers just don't look at those things because they think that they're not copywriters so they're not you know expected to be able to write well so i think i'm dwindling a little bit onto the previous point here uh, but anyway, um, communicating well is about efficiency, is about responsiveness, is about being there when the client needs you, uh, being able to almost read their mind in the next steps that, you know, they would want information on or you to do and providing that before they even ask for it. Um, I think these three things, networking, deep problem solving and great communication will really help you as 
any UX designer, whether you're starting as a UX designer or not even, you know, as a designer in any career path, really, um, whether you're starting out or somebody who has a lot of experience, I think, you know, good networking and contribution um, great problem solving as well as great communication skills will really help you keep on evolving and learning from the people around you uh, to become somebody who is diverse enough and always has the skills that is needed in you know whatever situation it is. Um, over the past year I've worked on many different uh, projects that required me to play slightly different roles even though I was coming from a designer or product designer perspective I was applying different skills on almost every project so it really helped me learn new skills and apply them as I was going through the, the projects as well as apply older skills and remix some of the skills um, that I had um, already into something that is more usable today and take out some of the stuff that has really become fluff in the processes that I have been um, implementing over the years and using to get um, great products out. So those are the main three things I think that will help you keep evolving, keep redefining yourself, keep reinventing your skills and you know really redefining your career path and how you evolve forward as a designer um, and I think it's important for us to remember that we really need to delabel ourselves understand that it's easy for people to understand that okay cool I'm a designer I think you can you know put that on your on your on your on your cover page and you know on your profile but I think it's important for us to be able to uh, when we get into conversations with people to be able to let them know that we are not just you know the designers that they see on the surface we are actually capable of so much more and we are actually capable of adapting learning new skills and you know adjusting to whatever uh, needs to be done um, as the world evolves, as technology evolves, as um, different ways of working and different needs um, arise uh, in the world that we are in today. So no matter what skill level you are on, um, whether you're starting out your career, whether you're somebody who is, you know, well-seasoned, has a lot of experience, I think it's super important to keep applying your skills creatively, no matter what level you are at, right? Think about creative ways that you can apply your skills to redefine your career path that you currently have right now. I said it when I started uh, at the start of this podcast that the vision that you had 10 years ago of, you know, um, the workforce of today would look like is definitely not the vision you know the reality of it is not you know the vision that you had 10 years ago of you know how we are working today especially in this pandemic time with you know decentralized teams and remote working etc etc so really look into doing the things that you love and the work that you want to do uh, right um, you'll be surprised um, 
on 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 how much it will actually you know work <laughs> most of the time and if it fails then you would have learned something from it um you know try and diversify your streams of income by having multiple employers right um that's if you are allowed within the contracts that you sign uh but not only you know don't only work on one project at a time uh try and you know switch up things look for new things to work on uh whether you're doing it on the side of you know your main hustle if you know you are hired to sort of like uh, do more of a full-time gig type of thing and you are that sort of person that doesn't want to take more of the risk of which i think you are actually taking more risk if you're just having one employee employee uh, employer um, you know so try and get um, more employers to you know give you more gigs uh, get some side gigs try out you know the different combination and the amount of work that you can take in that works for you and think of the projects that you can contribute to you know things like your favorite me meetup you know maybe a social cause uh, that you you are passionate about and you believe in uh, this can help you meet new people and grow your skills as well as your network. So those are some of the actionable things that I think you can actually do um, after this podcast to really get you in into uh, diversifying your streams of income, diversifying yourself as a person, as a designer, um, and really redefining your career path going forward uh, past this pandemic times definitely this is going to change our world uh, forever uh, and it's really up to us that the change is for the better now in closing thank you so much for listening to this episode of not a ux designer uh, if you enjoyed this episode please do consider subscribing to the podcast wherever you're listening to it from uh, so that you don't miss out on the new episodes that we try and push out every week. Uh, feel free to share this with someone or a community that you might be in uh, if you feel that they might benefit from this episode. Now, if you are interested in more content like this, join our community, check out our website, dobetterux.com for all the links to our live events, more content, uh, and courses in UX design and product design. Until the next one, I am your host, Farima Henry.